Hey, this is Tim from The Final Take. While Nelson and I take some family time off, we won't leave you empty-handed. Every once in a while, for one reason or another, an episode just doesn't see the light of day. But there's always something we love about the episode. From March 2022, we had a segment on the one-year anniversary of Zack Snyder's Justice League. It was something we were looking forward to recording, but due to technical difficulties, the episode as a whole just didn't work out. Fortunately, we were able to salvage the Snyder Cut segment. As we present our first episode from The Vault, look out for new episodes of The Final Take weekly on all streaming platforms. And if you love what we're doing, spread the word and give us a five-star review so we can reach a larger audience. And now, our take on Zack Snyder's Justice League. You're listening to The Final Take. We're your hosts. I'm Nelson Wynn. And I'm Tim Cox. This is a conversation podcast where we talk TV, film, and our love for it all. This episode, we've got some catching up to do. (laughs) After some time off, we discuss what we've been watching and Zack Snyder's The Justice League one year later. All right, well, let's get to some of our meat and potatoes here. Yeah, this is... Uh, this is a Batman-centric, DC-centric episode. Yeah, it is. DC, yeah, it is a DC-centric episode, and this is one I wanted to talk about a while back. And even you know, because this came out a year ago, and this was probably one of the motivations for wanting to do a podcast in general is to have these kinds of conversations. So we're going to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes, one year later. Okay. So let's get into this. Well, let me let me start by saying there's still a huge campaign to move this forward. We're talking about a, a, a release the Snyder Cut campaign that was absolutely successful for right. the fans to get the butchered Justice League off the shelf yeah. and bring in the original vision for Justice League. So for for what, our tens of listeners for our tens of listeners taking it a bit of a step back there was the original theatrical release of the justice league commonly referred to as the justice league because halfway through production Zack snyder had to step away due to a family tragedy and dc warner brothers warner brothers decided let's just scrap it and bring in joss whedon to to rewrite yeah. and reshoot well, a whole bunch of stuff. Well, let's let's back up here. So, Zack Snyder not only had a family tragedy, but he was also fighting Warner Brothers, right? The rest the, throughout the production, and it was really because, the because the as we know, tragedy. as we know, studio meddling always goes well for movies. That's right, absolutely, and it was this this the family tragedy that really kind of broke his back on this one and had him throw his arms up and give up and say, I need to take a step back in post-production. Yeah. And that's when, of course, they they did about three months of reshoots. They did some CGI mustaching um, removal. So. So so before we get in, before we get so that, and then there was, you know, a, 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 an upswell of support online 
it, like a like a grassroots community the 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 Snyder Cut was it the the restore the Snyder Cut or is it just hashtag Snyder Cut I can't remember what it was it was it was a restore the Snyder Cut so yeah. there was a podcast that Kevin Smith did where they were talking about the actual uh, a screening so there was a there was what the intention of the of the Snyder Cut was going to be and someone in the this was a live podcast someone in the audience had actually gone to a test screening and talked about this and and Kevin Smith had made the comment that this is a DC fans film wet dream and you and I of course are DC fans and it's it was truly correct saying that and so that really launched the whole release the snyder cut yeah release the snyder cut it's hashtag release the snyder cut yeah it's yeah. so, like there's a huge right. upswell of of online support and, and twitter and um mm-hmm. putting pressure on on the studio to let Zack snyder actually finish his version of the justice league right. which was the third the third movie in his take on you know the 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 dc trinity um of batman superman and 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 wonder woman um as well as others (laughs) true that's true so so with the launch of hbo hbo max the impending launch of hbo max needing to to have you know, additional content or original content, Warner Brothers greenlit, or they gave they gave Zack Snyder money so he could finish his cut of the movie because they had they'd filmed like ninety percent of it or all of it, right? They like, filmed the whole thing. They yeah, filmed they had, everything they that he intended to film on the original script, right? And, and yeah. most and of and actually... most of that most of that budget was like to finish CG, CG shots and stuff CGI. like that. Right. Right. And he did a little bit of, he, that last final scene, he completed that. Yeah. But for the most part, he pieced together his entire, um, he went, when he left the production, he took the film with him and yeah. he pieced it together, showed it to Warner brothers studio execs and said, Hey, let's finish this. And they actually liked it. And, and it's easy to it's an easy film to like considering what they did with the theatrical release of Justice League, but the one strength of that I thought that Zack Snyder's Justice League had is that it was a little bit more forgiving of the prior films. I, I loved Man of Steel. I thought it was fantastic. Well, it, it was written and, to be a a three, you know, a three part you know, three act trilogy. I mean, it was the final act, you know, of man of steel, Batman versus Superman. So, I mean, it was meant to, to pay off everything that they'd set up in the first two movies. And, right. you know, I think the biggest, I mean, besides the, <laughs> besides the bad, you know, CGI mustache, and that was more of, that was more of the symptom of the bigger problem with, with having right. Joss Whedon, take over justice league was that tonally it was different the yeah you know it was more jokey and not as serious which you know take that for what you will you know whether you wanted that or not but like 
you know, the first two, the first two movies that Zack Snyder did were much more serious and not any way like, you know, the, the Marvel cinematic universe. And I think, you know, Warner's wanted a lighter tone. And so who better to bring in than the guy who actually kicked off the MCU, the Avengers movies than Joss Whedon to bring in a lighter tone and more, you know, more jokes and quips and, you know, right. Um, uh, I think I think that that the mustache the, the Superman's mustache was a distraction, but it yeah. really pointed to the the other major flaws and and and, and like the and, and the whole and the plot and, I mean it didn't make sense because they're they Frankenstein the movie together right sure yeah so they they got the funding they they finished the cut and they released it shortly after HBO Max released is. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Right. So that's the history of okay, it. Okay, so going that's the history of it. Okay. And so going back, when you were talking about some of the some of the weaknesses of the franchise, you, starting with tone. It it is a darker tone, it is a more serious tone, it's a more serious take, which is really born out of the the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight trilogy. Right. Darker a, Yeah. Darker, more grounded. Right. And then, more. and then, Man of Steel was much more serious, and and I don't know, yeah. it, it I mean, you know, it 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 portrayed Superman. It I mean, as they leaned as hard into the Superman as Messiah as any other version of Superman has. True. Um, so you know that was much darker in tone, much more self-serious than other takes on Superman. Um, right. But Batman v Superman was a little bit more that that was something that the the studio wanted to do for a long time, and they weren't happy with the. I, I, I'm assuming they were expecting a billion dollar box office from Man of Steel. Uh, it's really hard when you're essentially casting an unknown actor to play Superman. Yeah. Which Henry Cavill was relatively unknown at the time, but moving forward, instead of doing a Superman sequel, they decided to do the Batman v Superman. Yeah. And flesh out some kind of a, a, a franchise. And, and we, and we talked about it when Batman v Superman came out is right. It, they basically shoehorned, they basically crammed, two movies into one right the first half yes. the first yeah. half being an adaptation of of uh the dark knight returns where yeah. batman and superman fight and then the second half being a take on the death of superman where he fights yeah where he fights doomsday and dies um and so you know it was like overly long it 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 kind of did a disservice to those two kind of like iconic you know source source comics or source you know graphic novels um yeah and it it was just like a three-hour slugfest (laughs) yeah but also i i do think one of Zack snyder's weaknesses before we get to the his final episode of this trilogy i do think one of his weaknesses is going into production with a script that's longer than what he can release 
he always goes in with a three to four hour long film to shoot that and then tell the story on the editing room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think that was which is like opposite which is opposite of what yeah, it's like opposite of what like Christopher Nolan does where he's like, No, there's no director's cut. What you're seeing is the director's cut because I shot everything, you know, everything that's in the movie is what I shot. (laughs) There's nothing on the on the editing table. Right, exactly. And and that that's that plays to a a big weakness, I think, in in Zack Snyder's filmmaking because he has so many director's cut films out there but we finally get to see and well and also that's why batman v superman tanked at the box office because he really had to cut a lot of plot points that lent itself to some explanation of the storylines and those kinds of things that were that were crucial to the story that were re- being restored in the in the ultimate edition served served the storyline a lot better. I'm not going to say it was an improvement on the film or anything like that. I did like the film, but I I do think that it was a much better film in the ultimate edition and it by really explaining a lot of those those things cuz when I came out of the theatrical version, I I actually I had a lot of questions. Yeah. And I- I, I was thinking, you know, why why would he know that? Or, you know, right. those kinds of things. Martha. Explained. Martha, what'd you Martha. say? <laughs> I know. Where did you say her name? Both of our moms are named Martha. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mine too. Uh, you know, I can let that pass. I I, I, I can let that pass. Uh, because they, they, they did kind of have show the death of Ben Affleck's parents or, or Batman's parents and, ba- and Batfleck. Uh, uh, you gotta say Batfleck. Yeah. The, the death of the, the Batfleck, the death of the parents, they, they, he went back to visit the grave. So it's, it's still one of those things, one of those scars that he carries for life. So there, there was some relevance to the Martha scene, but, but let's get into the Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes. So this Opus. Yeah. So it was, was it four four how how many hours was it? I don't remember. It was four hours. It was really long. It was four hours. So we finally get okay. to see his full vision of Justice League. My thoughts are Zack Snyder untethered. Really, exactly. And it really lends itself to the full vision of what what he was going for and what possibly could have come. I, I do think one of the weaknesses in Batman v Superman is showing scenes that won't have a payoff until one or two films later. Cause they were going to do a justice league trilogy in addition to man of steel and Batman v Superman, but having some of those, those scenes that he created with a payoff in future films was was really that was a huge risk but we got to see a little bit of that in Zack Snyder's Justice League which I thought was fantastic yeah I you know I I enjoyed it I certainly enjoyed it more than the theatrical version um you know it uh yeah um the the I, I I'll never understand there's like a whole thing where like the studio didn't want the black suit Superman 
I'll never understand it because I mean that just goes to show you know the studio a studio not appreciating the source material because like the black suit right Superman that's like iconic in the comic books and so why wouldn't you give that to the fans you right. know but but that but that fight with the black suit Superman hit so much harder than the theatrical version oh yeah that's for sure it did it did and um it really it one thing I, I really enjoyed about it is that Superman Batman Wonder Woman Aquaman they did take a back seat in the storyline so they could develop cyborg and the flash and really make it their movie. Yep. It, it was much more of cyborg and the flash being the heart of the film versus yeah. the DC Trinity being, you know, front and center, which I mean, again, if you're a studio that like cares more about, you know, making money, your thought is, well, these are our most bankable characters. These are the most iconic, well-known comic book characters, you know, in, you know, in, in that, that everybody knows. Everybody knows Superman's logo. Everyone knows Batman. Everyone knows Wonder Woman. You know, these are our bankable characters. We want them front and center. So I, I get it. It doesn't mean that they're right <laughs> because, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League was, was – you know, much, much better with having Cyborg as the emotional center of the movie. Yeah, without a doubt. No no question about that. Uh, so length of the film, four hours long. We had talked about earlier in this how I had mentioned a William Hurt film that was four hours long, and you're th- usually thinking, wow, that's a really long movie. Yes. How did you – how did – how did you get through that? Um, How did that work for you? Well, uh, I'm glad I watched it at home because I was able to pause it <laughs> and take a little intermission. Uh, because, you know, like at some points it felt all of four hours, you know, where, where parts of it dragged. Um, you know, in, in particular, like, I mean, I think, we'll, I think we've talked about this before with Zack Snyder is, the man knows how to set up a shot. And Zack Snyder working in slow motion, my goodness, like beautiful, beautiful shots. But, like, I don't know if he knows how to film action, like fight scenes, because, you know, goodness, some of those big action set pieces were just like CGI slugfests where, like, you don't know what's actually happening because like these larger than life, you know, godlike characters are just like beating the crap out of each other and just like, you know, punching the tar out of each other. And so like some of those scenes, some of those some of those fight scenes just felt like they dragged on to me. Um and so yeah. I think I might have watched I, it I might have watched it in like two or three sittings. I think I had to pause and walk away a few times. Yeah. Yeah, I had to watch in a few in a few sittings. I I did go back and I, I was able to get watch it again in a, in two sittings for uh, just out of necessity. But I I do think the uh, I do aim to watch it all as one in one sitting. But I I do think 
we've got a little too action crazy in film. And sometimes these action films are just dragging on forever. And it it really doesn't help the storyline. Yeah. Story is, is not, is not Zack Snyder's strong, strong point. I mean, I think between the previous two, you know, Man of Steel and, Batman v Superman, as well as as well as his adaptation of the Watchmen, you know he can set up a beautiful sweeping shot, but you know story. And, oh, and and sucker what was a sucker punch is the other movie that he did. Story not not his strongest point. <laughs> right. And, yeah. And, I, I you know that. it's it's. It, I I I love three hundred, like, mm-hmm. you know, f- talk about, you know, coming right out of the, coming in hot right out of the shoot with with three hundred, and you know he's certainly able to parlay that into, you know, all of these all of these, you know, big action movies that have come since, sure, um, yeah, you know, but I, I mean. As as much as I enjoyed Zack Snyder's Justice League, I even felt that that could have been two separate movies. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I mean, yeah. considering it was four hours, yes, it certainly should have been mm-hmm. two movies. You know, where where Batman vs Superman. I mean, like Batman vs Superman could have been you know the the Dark Knight Returns as as part one, and then Man of Steel two as the second half of it where he fights doomsday and dies the, like the death of Superman. Right. And then with justice, with, with his justice league, that could have been two movies as well. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They could have done, it, they could have done a lot of things differently. And, you know, I mean, we can all play armchair quarterback and, yeah, uh, and look at how they how how they're doing. They should have done it this way or that way. But at the same time, it I, I do I do think at the end of the day, Warner Brothers did a good job by releasing this and giving some redemption to this story arc. Yeah, and the the Batman v Superman especially, which is kind of the redheaded stepchild of these films. But I I I can't appreciate the fact that they they were able to go back and release this sure so sure you know and 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 i'll say we might the last few minutes here of conversation we've kind of been dragging it but like you know in terms of comparing Zack snyder's justice league versus the justice league cut Mm -hmm. like you know it was the action was certainly better um yeah you know having cyborg and the flash as the emotional you know centers for the movie i thought you know was was really good the i mean aquaman casting um oh what's his name uh i keep wanting to call him call drago (laughs) oh dolph lundgren (laughs) no no for aquaman Oh, I'll dr- oh, yeah. For some, you know what? I'm, I'm thinking of the Aquaman movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Jason. 
Jason Momoa. Gosh, my God. Uh, this is this is like I, I'm I'm operating off of like three hours sleep for the past month, so like my brain is is pretty pretty much mush. Um, Me too. No, so like Jason Momoa casting Jason Momoa as Aquaman was pretty inspired, you know, making uh, instead of having Aquaman as like a redheaded white guy, you know, make him you know like. Like Islander, you know, like Pacific Islander, amazing, right? <laughs> like totally. it feels so much like more grounded and not as hokey, right? You know. Yeah. Um, well, that was uh, a big joke in Entourage, right? Oh yeah, yeah, where, yeah. Where they're making Aquaman, and because the the joke was is how how no one's ever going to make an Aquaman film because how do you make an Aquaman film? guy who talks to fish right yeah yeah so you know jason was great i mean i i i did drag the the action set pieces a little bit i mean they were much better than than the the joss whedon cut i thought um yeah I, i think i think the hard part with that is that we've we've seen at that point, we'd seen. Wait, had had Endgame come out yet? Endgame had already come out, right? Yes. When for during uh, oh prior to Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or the original. Yeah. Yeah. Justice yeah. League. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, and before Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So so so. We've been conditioned to twenty plus MCU movies, you know, including five Avenger movies, where you have these team ups, right? And so you have these big action set pieces with multiple, you know, multiple heroes fighting side by side against multiple villains or multiple, you know, enemies, and like the teamwork in the Marvel movies is so much better than anything that they've done in the DC movies that like, you know, the, the fight scenes and like their battle plans seem like rudimentary, right? Like, it's like, what's our plan? Head on assault. (laughs) Right? Like, you know, but, but I will say with Zack Snyder's justice league, you know, they showcase each hero's powers a lot better. You know, each one of them got their, you know, got their moment in battle. Right. And then even, you know, the, the, the fight against Steppenwolf, who was much better in this version and much more menacing in this version, um, you know, made much more sense, made way more sense. Um, than the final battle yeah. in in the Justice League or in the Justice right. League cut. Yeah, totally. So, well, let's get to a final take on Zack Snyder's Justice League. One year later, watch, stream, or skip. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna stick to a a, a stream. It, it's a stream for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah. it's uh, I mean, I. Superman's my favorite character. So, and and Henry Cavill is always gonna be my Superman. Uh, you know, he's, he's so perfectly good. cast. He's so good in that role. Um, you know, is is a watch. 
Or not I'd watch a stream. I, I'd watch it again. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I I would as well. I, I and I do plan on it. So I, I would say I'm a watch because I do plan on watching Zack Snyder's Justice League and, and being able to watch it all the way through in one sitting. That's my that's my goal. Woo. Where do you think they're gonna go with the uh DC franchise? You think um, they're gonna there's this there's the the campaign is out to restore the Snyder verse. Yeah. Um, I don't think that that's going to happen. Uh, I don't either. <laughs> I, I, it, you know, the, the, it's interesting what they're doing, right? Is they're forging ahead with the standalone, mm-hmm. the standalone movies. Sure. And yet they have these like a little bit of connective tissue between them. Right. Like right. I hope it's not a spoiler at this point because anyone who's gonna watch, who who's gonna watch uh, Peacemaker on HBO Max has probably seen it by now. But the end scene, the yeah. final scene of of Peacemaker, where the Justice League finally you know shows up, right? And then right. like you know how at the end of Shazam, you know Superman Superman rolls up, um, right? And so it's like it's one of those things where like. I, I they're forging ahead with the standalone movies, but like leaving enough breadcrumbs that if we do decide to come back and do Justice League, we will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I you know what version of it? I mean, they they've they're they're gonna lean into you know like the Infinite Earths and the multiverse, right? Yeah. With with the Flash, right? Um, so like, I guess they could recast Superman and then obviously they have a new Batman, but even like, you know, Robert Pattinson's Batman is not supposedly connected to, you know, the main, you know, Justice League. So like, I mean, they're, they're, they're certainly leaving open the opportunity that they will do. Um, should they? Yeah. Eh, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I I, well, I kind of you know, just like how they've been forging ahead, where we're doing standalones, and there is some connective tissue, but you know, it's not we're not necessarily driving towards a Justice League. If the opportunity, the right yeah. story comes along, we will. But you know, that's not it. Doesn't seem like their priority anyway. Right. Well, I'm I'm going to tell you why why I don't think they'll restore the Snyderverse is that the film itself was the the original Justice League theatrical version was released in 2017. Yep. And it was filmed in I I think they I'm not sure when they filmed it but I'm sure late 2016, maybe early 2017. But we're now 5 years away. Sure. So yeah. there there's really not um I, I just don't think there's a chance that they're going to really do it at this point, but yeah, I, what I, mean, I think they should have, what they, the, Oh, go ahead. What I think they should have done was they, they should have it. Cause Marvel, Marvel had some missteps in their first phase. Sure. And, and they had some not so successful films, the incredible Hulk, Thor, Thor two. Yeah. Yeah. So, they could have easily 
move forward with Zack Snyder's Justice League continued on with that. Yeah. And and also just done the things that they really wanted to do. They could have done like a graphic novel series like yeah. Joker. Yeah. And the Batman and those kinds of things where they could have said, this is not part of it. And these are not part of it. This is how they differentiate themselves from Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of trying to play. I I, I will say part of me does wish that, you know, he could finish. I mean, if Zack Snyder would commit to like a runtime shorter than like, two hours and 20 minutes. I'd like to mm-hmm. see him finish his vision for it. Like, you know, the nightmare Batman. Yeah. And oh, absolutely. Know, fighting Superman and, uh, and having dark side come finally and, and fighting dark side. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll probably never see it, but you know, it'd be nice. Well, the only way they could really do it is if they, if they did it, like, Lord of the Rings where they just filmed everything at once and then just chopped it up and released, released all the films. Yeah. Uh, you know, over time, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that is our final take. So if you enjoyed this show, please subscribe, like, and give us five stars and glowing reviews. So our podcast can reach more people and we can tell our wives that we have tens of listeners to create content for Thanks again to Tyler Hobbs of Space Ranger for the original music. Check out Space Ranger exclusively on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Final Take Pod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Final Take Pod. Email us if you have questions, want to argue, anything, The Final Take Pod at gmail.com. And check out all of our episodes on our website, TheFinalTakePod.com. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Thank you.